श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव today we are supposed to think loudly on experiencing divine presence in daily life so let us understand what are the components of our daily life first component is our body <coughs> second component is our speech and third component is our mind these are the components now these components are made for whom body is not made for body car is not made for car it is for someone who is bekar for him the car is bekar means not two cars i am talking hindi so the car is not meant for car it is meant for someone else then <coughs> the road is not meant for the road it is meant for someone else the phone is not meant for the phone it is meant for someone else the laptop is not meant for the laptop it is meant for someone else in short this body our speech and mind they are not meant for themselves they are meant for someone else so someone else uses the body someone else uses the speech someone uses the mind <coughs> therefore if we have to experience divine presence in daily life we have to clearly understand who is experiencing experiencing divine presence in daily life can the divine experience itself can the undivine experience the divine see i'll create little confusion then i feel happy <coughs> we always talk about who is doing the sadhana who is practicing spiritual life is the body no body is keep everywhere is okay is the speech ram 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 no is the mind meditation suffering silently collectively in dark so the question comes who is practicing the spiritual life to experience the divine of course i am practicing now the question comes who is practicing who are you is the <clears throat> husband practicing the father practicing the son practicing the mother practicing the mother in law practicing who is practicing spiritual life then only we can think about experiencing the divine presence 
who will experience? See, friends, these are very simple things to be understood, not difficult. It is something like this. <coughs> we all go to sleep. Please don't go now. Don't demonstrate. <laughs> we all go to sleep. Now, what is the process of going to sleep? In the process of going to sleep, he who wants to sleep, he will collect himself from the whole world and come back to his house. After he comes to his house, then he will again further collect himself, withdraw from all the rooms, everything, come to his bedroom. Then from the bedroom he will again collect himself and come in his bed. And there also he will bury himself below the quilt. See, who is wanting to sleep? This person who wanted to sleep. And then slowly what happens ultimately? Everything is dropped. Now the one who wanted to sleep, till such time, he who wants to sleep is there. Sleep will not begin. What is the ultimate? The one who wanted to sleep, he must disappear. So, I want to sleep in this. Till such time, I, the one who wants to sleep, is there, sleep will not begin. Then, what is the sleep? The sleep is that where the one who wanted to sleep must quit. Be attentive. The waker never sleeps. Because in the deep sleep, waker is not there. The husband doesn't sleep. See, husband is not there. See, friends. That is why all the husbands are happy in sleep only. And the happiness expresses as snoring. Those who cannot snore in deep sleep, they are miserable. So those who are snoring, congratulations. That is why it is called as the sound sleep. <coughs> So, who is sleeping? The one who wanted to sleep, he has disappeared. So, what is the sleep? Sleep is that where there is no sleeper. In the same manner, if I want to experience uh, the presence, divine presence in daily life, what is required? I must disappear. Now, if this basic is clear, we go to the second step. By the body, we act, do karma, do activities. By the speech, we speak. UP, Ulta Pradesh, speak. And by the mind, we think. Now, Whatever we do by body or we don't do is for what? Whatever we speak or we don't speak is for what? 
whatever we think or we don't want to think is for what then we will come to know all the expressions of life through these three channels the body the speech and the mind these expressions are further divided into two involvement and withdrawal we do something or we don't do something for example there are people who observe fast now why they observe fast for becoming miserable no for being happy good the person like me he doesn't observe fast for what again for happiness a person gets married for what and what he gets see so a person gets married for happiness and the same person afterwards gets divorced again for happiness see friends when you just observe our own life we come to know there are two aspects of our life involvement and withdrawal <coughs> and both of them are meant only for seeking happiness so if we want to experience divine presence in day to day life what should be the first step stop seeking happiness the search for happiness is the most miserable search then what is to be done so now next step why we all are searching for happiness what is the reason if you take water in a pan and heat it on a stove then the water will become hot the switch off the gas leave the water to itself what is the process happening in the water the acquired heat will be slowly given up up to what level water wants to come back to its original status because heat was acquired it was the acquired nature it was not the essential nature in friends exactly the same way why we are seeking happiness because we have not discovered happiness and then we imagine if i do this thing i'll get happiness if i do that thing i'll get happiness if i don't do this i'll be happy see friends and therefore all our search for happiness is only for one reason because happiness is our essential nature i take food for health i go to sleep for rest i talk to keep others people busy this is some purpose no i am happy for what i am happy for happiness see friends and therefore if we really want to experience the divine presence in and through our own life this basic principle should be recognized 
don't seek happiness then express happiness now let us come to the body level by the body what we do we do activities for what for getting happiness and then what is our definition of happiness this is my right see we talk about rights we don't talk about duties it is here the divine presence you can start discovering by proper understanding and this is principle is given in bhagavad gita second chapter 47th verse this verse you all know one quarter quarter ka zamana hai full nahi le sakte aaj ka quarter hi no so karmanne vadikaraste ma phaleshu kadachana ma karma phala hetur bhuhu mati sangha astu akarbani these are the four principles how to experience divine presence in and through all our life's activities or places out is only through understanding there is no way the moment you correct your thinking process you are left with no problem to be solved all the problems will be dissolved problems cannot be solved they can be dissolved because you remove one problem like allopathy create another problem so what are the methods of this simple thing the first karmanne vadikarast te adhikarah karmani eva this is the meaning in a prose order you have every right to fulfill your duties nobody can stop you but what we do we talk about our rights see about this i'll tell you how i learn from you all i went to somebody's house maybe in evening 4:35 o'clock to have a cup of tea then evening i'll go for my talks so the children came son and daughter the son was younger daughter was little elder maybe class 6 or 7 and uh, the son he was in class 4 or 5 came he threw his books shoes everything sat in the uh, sofa and shouted mom give me food to eat i am hungry and started the tv and uh, cartoon show and the daughter she went to her room so i was surprised i said hey how come she is not coming so i mean she is very peculiar you talk to her when she comes out but what she is doing she comes from the school without changing her uniform she will complete her homework then she will change her uniform and then come out so when she came out i asked her see your brother is enjoying why you are wasting your time kamini is lucky so why you are not lucky his homework is done by papa <laughs>
but I have to do my homework. I said, why? Your dad doesn't do your homework. No, once he did and made all mistakes, I was punished. <laughs> so I don't trust him. Now I am left with no choice. I have to do my homework. Karmani evate adhikaraha. When you thus recognize that this is your duty and don't give yourself any choice or option, whether I'll fulfill my duty or not, you do it sincerely, nobody can stop you. See, friends, first step, now second step, all our activities are done only now. I cannot do anything yesterday. I cannot do anything tomorrow. Yesterday I cannot do because it is gone. Tomorrow it never comes. So what is the choice? We have to live now and here. Many people, you know, when they are listening to satsang, is you are not fully getting involved deeply, they are interested in making notes. And then afterwards we will listen or read again. When you are here for this purpose, that time you are not 100% available. After your notes, do you think you read them? So, we have no choice but to live now, here, and all activities are done now and here. Now see, what for you are doing, whatever you are doing? For getting happiness. No, when you want happiness out of your activities, what you are unknowingly doing is postponing your happiness in the future period of time because the result will come later. Action is now. See, this is what all of you suffer in life. One of my friends, he told his son, Mita, congratulations on the happiest day of your life. Uh, of your life. Huh? So he said, Dad, how much forgetful you are? What happened? My marriage is tomorrow, not today. He said, that is what I am telling you. <laughs> today is the last happiest day of your life. From tomorrow, again, vai tamaku vai chuna. Friends. So, if I am doing anything now and expect the result of happiness in the future period of time, unknowingly I am postponing my own happiness in the future period of time. Now he or she who postpones one's own happiness in the future period of time, even God cannot make them happy because future never comes and they are never happy. Now, next step. What result we will come, we'll get. We will get some result, no doubt about it. But what normally happens, we expect a predetermined and designed and um, defined happiness. If I get 79% marks, I will not be happy. If I get 97% mark, then I'll be happy. So you get the mark, about 90 marks and yet you are not happy because you expected 97, you got 90, therefore you are miserable. 
So while doing your study, etc., you struggled, you were not happy, struggling, not after the result came, you continue to be miserable. What kind of intelligence is this? So, what is the option? Only recognize this. We don't have to do anything. Once you recognize this principle, then your attitude towards life will change. What will be that? Whatever we are doing, we are not doing it for getting happiness. Then, for expressing happiness. Whatever you do, do it to express happiness. Every small little thing. Suppose you are going for a walk. Walk so beautifully so that you are happy about your own walking. Otherwise, like a buffalo, padak, padak, ram, ram. Don't go for a walk. Get buried in the bed. See, friends, anything that you do must be a source and opportunity to express happiness. Example. I am talking to you. This is an action. The other side, I can't give example. Now, while I am talking, if I am happy now and I am expressing happiness through my speech, speech is an action. Then I am right now happy. Why will I worry? After my lecture is over, then you guys will stand up and give me a standing ovation and then I will be happy. It will never happen. So while giving a talk, I am miserable. After the talk, I continue to be miserable. Who can help me? How simple it is. Don't struggle to get happiness in life. Express happiness through every action. Now see the benefits of this. Whenever you do anything happily, number one, you are not tired. You are not bored. You are inspired. Bhagwan says in Bhagavad Gita to Arjun, when he was frustrated because how can I kill all those things. Bhagwan Krishna did not start telling it in a uh, very goody-goody manner. No beta. This is a war, you have to fight, okay? And on the battlefield, there will be bloodshed, there won't be milkshake, okay? Come on, sir. No! He gave him left and right. What was that? Don't yield to lack of inspiration. Klibata means lack of inspiration. A happy person is inspired. An inspired person has to be happy. See, like you have seen those people who uh, go for various kinds of race, thousand meters, hundred meters, like that. And you will see, they are just waiting for the signal to go. And the moment the signal goes, they don't say, No! They are inspired. Begin your day in an inspired mode. 
you know in usa there is one chain tgif you all know that thank god it's friday so they leave from monday afternoon to friday forenoon thereafter for what they leave so that on the weekend they will enjoy so while working they are not enjoying waiting for the weekend and they go enjoy on the weekend and come on monday to work and they come weekend because they are gone for weekend see and after they come then for those people i have started another chain uh, ogim oh god it's monday now watch your own life how you begin your day if you begin your day in inspired mode your whole life will be wonderful but for us the biggest challenge is to get out of the bed getting out of the sleep is not a problem upanishad knew this it is said uttishthata jagrata first get out of the bed and then then wake up waking up is not a problem getting out of the bed is a problem because no inspiration so when you are functioning under a happy mode you have to be inspired and you will be inspired see friends an inspired person is not tired inspired person is not bored inspired person is not worried an inspired person brings out the best in him and what is the best in us happiness we go to so many houses for food that is one of our uh, professional hazards so after that out of formality i had to say oh the food was very good you know annadata sundiro that is why i do the japa the reason is to remove the sins of telling lies but you can't say the food is bad so when i say that annadata sukhi bhava husband also blesses his wife swami ji may we get such a lovely food all the time and then Swami ji, when you come, the food is so good. But for us, every day, dharki, dal, murgi, barabar. It is not the other food. So, why this happens? I said, you ask her. Then she says, Swami ji, what he tells is right. We don't know what happens. Why the food becomes so nice and tasty? I said, okay, I'll tell you. Number one, when I come to take food in your house, you are happy. Second thing, you are inspired. Third thing, when you are cooking or making, you are not frustrated. No, on the contrary, you keep on planning because you love me and whenever any expression is an expression of love it will be happiness 
that love which makes you miserable is not happiness it is not love it is attachment love can never make you miserable in kerala i was staying with one gujarati family many many years before and as usual at 4 o'clock that lady amma used to give me a nice cup of um tea and uh, she asked me when they saw me my son is studying in class 12 so for him also i give him tea coffee at night also in the morning also and i give you also so i love both of you is there any difference between my love for you the swami and my love for the boy who is my son what is the difference there a lot of difference what is the difference the difference is your love for your son is attachment your love for me is pure love what is the pure love प्यार को प्यार ही रहने दो रिश्तों के नाम ना दो देखो द मोमेंट यू क्रिएट रिलेशंस यूर लव इज रिड्यूस टू अटैचमेंट और हेट्रेट सी फ्रेंड्स वंस यू अंडरस्टैंड दिस प्रिंसिपल देन यू विल बी डूइंग द थिंग्स नॉट टू प्लीज समबडी but you have to be pleased with yourself yes wonderfully done others what others will say maro boli others you take care of yourself one day in some medical college after my talk was over one girl asked me some question uh, swami ji i have got a question i said okay amma ask first of all don't call me amma You are elder than me. How I say? Look here. This is the only technique by which I can grow young. <laughs> See, when my mom is hardly twenty-two, twenty-three, I can't be old. This is the simplest thing. Then she said, while giving talk, you are all the time playing with your beard. I don't like it. And it's your problem, not my problem. if you are happy don't try to make others happy we belong to democracy everybody has a right to be miserable <laughs> but we try to make others happy god has failed to make us happy then we the miserable want to make others happy aukat pehchano and then we regret kitna kiya uske liye who asked me see one more example this happened in us now that lady must be uh, towards her late 40s so when i was there after my talk i was going for a walk so she said swamiji um um i want to come with you i said no i can go alone no no but i want to come i said come there what can i do no i want to ask you something personal i said my life is public go to smilingswami.com you get everything 
no 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 i want to tell something about my life i said i am not interested <coughs> your life is not ramayana krishna yana <laughs> what is there to know about no but i want to ask you i said i am ready to suffer start <laughs> what can you do if you scold her immediately me too <laughs> these days traveling is so dangerous see if you are sitting and if some me to brand comes and sit next to you your whole journey is a torture see so she started swami ji my uh, our father died when i was hardly 20 i had two sisters younger and one brother mother is totally illiterate she doesn't know anything so i took the job and i was working very hard and then i got my sisters uh, educated got them married i got my brother educated got him married now they are well settled now i am 45 plus so when I want to go to my sister's place, they clearly tell me, Didi, please don't come. When you come, there is a Mahabharati in our house. Therefore, if you want to meet us, we'll meet in some restaurant. Same thing with my brother. He is just like my son, but he also tells, Didi, don't come. After you come, then the wife is on a very wrong mode. So then Ganga, Yamuna, Saraswati started. I have done so much for them. Why they are behaving like this thing? I said, I wish I could do run away from you. <laughs> then I told her, first of all, do you know what is the reason of your misery? You did not do it happily. You did it as a burden on you. If you want to remain happy and discover this divine presence, it's one simplest way to know whatever we do, nobody needs it. Parents, how miserably they are wrong. Because, just find out, today I can tell you, because there are no kids. Who needs whom? Parents do not need the children. Or the children do not need the parent. It is the parents who want the children. When you people get married for two, three, four years, if there is no child born, then you start running from pillar to post because you want a child. The children don't want. But then what arrogance. Useless. <laughs> Don't justify you are miserable. Don't justify. But this is where I told you, love, if it makes you miserable, it is not love. See, all the parents have the same problem. And what is their love? They want their children to be like the furniture. Uthaki haragdo. One boy told me, Swamiji, I don't want to get married, but my mom is telling again and again, what should I tell? I tell her, you get married once more, mama. I don't mind. <laughs> Force me to get married. Three friends, 
do not unnecessarily come under the pressure and thereafter suffer in life no so whatever we are doing it must be an expression of joy don't try to make anybody happy like the example i gave you no actually you know uh, thank you very much now i will not try to uh, play with my beard then i'll play with your beard <laughs> <laughs> don't take life too seriously do you know bhagwan told me why he created this world for time pass he was alone getting bored yaar kya karu and then he created the first he created the man and he was not happy then he created woman he became miserable <laughs> he means man okay uh, if you want to have a drama just i'll tell you one story a boy goes to some garden and he looks at a girl because another girl comes it's not only boys are useless girls are equally useless now who can go to garden those who are no job those who are unemployed unemployable and they have got all the time in their life they only can go to garden busy people can't go to garden so he went to garden that brand the girls are equally so she also went they looked at each other dhala fell in love <laughs> and then boy goes to the uh, he, his parents mummy mummy papa papa i want to get married to that girl the girl goes to her parents i want to get married to him and the parents say, okay get married cinema over will such a movie run you want shole <laughs> so when a boy he is looking at that girl and he is pretending as if he is not looking and then she is doing and from somewhere gabbar singh comes and start teasing that girl and here the hero is becoming strong and dishing dishing continues and he gets a hit over here i don't know why all of them get hit <laughs> watch this <laughs> don't get here here ah easier for makeup <laughs> and they she will immediately tear her sari and tie like sindhi sai baba and then she goes to her house he goes to her and they tell her parents no if you get married to that girl the mother tells you will have to walk on my dead body and music nothing is happening but you are enjoying is it not exactly the same thing nothing is happening in this world therefore when he knows this thing he is enjoying when we don't know this thing we suffer <laughs> nothing is happening see because he is the director he knows what is coming and when that uh, mother says if you want to marry that girl you will have to walk on my dead body now the boy says mom you will take a lot of time to die then i will become old 
Will you die early? <laughs> See, friends. Therefore, what Bhagavan did, he brings two opposite poles together. If the husband is a perfectionist, the wife is happy-go-lucky. Then only there is fun in life. Otherwise, what your husband tells, wife says yes. What your wife says, okay, yes. Is it life? <laughs> Are you robots or what? There has to be something. So to create that, Bhagwan brings opposite people together. Now this husband who is a perfectionist, he is constantly suffering perfectly because he is a perfectionist. <laughs> And the wife is happy-go-lucky, therefore she is always enjoying, doesn't care for anything. This I am not making a story, I have seen this in uh, Assam, in a Bengali family. The wife was round figure, nice, relaxed, never hair do and all do, and the husband called me after our lunch, Swamiji, look here, in his bedroom. How many times I told her, she does the combing and the hair are there and five, six places. I get fed up. How many times I told her, she doesn't understand and doesn't listen. If you tell she may, that day I realized there is nothing like free dinner in this world. <laughs> People use us. I called. I said, Mama, come on. There is a case filed against you. She came. Very happy going on. Mouth is full with pan. I said, see, this is all the things you are keeping. Why don't you clean it? Your husband is complaining. She was consoling me. And then I said, now tell something. So she, wherever she was standing, from there only, from the uh, window, she gave a pichkari. 50% out, 50% inside. And then she said, Swamiji, don't worry about him. I think I'm worried. <laughs> don't worry about him. He is always like that. You know why he is uh, becoming so miserable? Because he is jealous of my luxurious hair. He is a baldy. <laughs> See what a joy it is, is it not? Life has to be lived in this mode. Don't become serious in life. At this moment, you are on experiencing the divine presence in you. Divine present doesn't mean that you get some kind of fever. Divinity hori. <laughs> Divine presence is only you are effortlessly happy without getting anything, without losing anything. Our happiness is based on 
what will I get? If I take Lord's name, what will I get? You will get nothing. Then I will not take. Don't take. But people say you should take Lord. Then you take. There was a husband and a wife. The wife had very long, nice hair. Right up to the knee. Oh, long. And the husband was uh, busy with his, you know, newspaper or something on WhatsApp and all that or TV, something. And the wife is constantly talking to him. Uh, listen, um, I am thinking that I should cut my hair. Cut. Then, um, but you know, my mother says you should not cut such long hair. Then don't cut. <laughs> no, but these days there is a fashion to have the short cut, the hair. Then cut. <laughs> but then uh, such long hairs I will never get. Then don't cut. Cut, don't cut, cut, don't cut, cut, don't cut. After some time she said, anyway, what should I prepare for food? Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Who is listening? It was the alternate. Cut, don't cut, don't cut. The day you learn, don't take anything seriously in life. But it is not your fault. Babaji is like us, make you miserable. Many years before, in Mumbai, there was some... Um, function, about half a dozen Babajis were invited and uh, victims were sitting. <laughs> so when I came, I sat on the floor. He said, no, 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 Swami, you come. You are one of the speakers. You are supposed to sit here. I said, okay, I came. Then the same thing. Uh, who is your sevak? Because all Babajis have got sevak. All secretaries. That Babaji who has got a secretary, he is a corporator Ananda. <laughs> a Babaji should not have any paraphernalia. So, uh, he said, who is your Sevak? I said, uh, who are you? Maharaj, you are my Sevak. Like a Hasan. Then, after the talk was over, then one elderly Babaji told me, um, that time I was pretty young. Beta, we should not talk so lightly about the Gita Ji. I said, okay, Maharaj, I will not talk lightly. I will talk so heavy that no word will come again. <laughs> then after that, one young boy asked, why didn't you tell him? I said, look here, you should never argue with elders. Elders you should simply respect and listen to whatever they say, but never practice. <laughs> There is no point in arguing with the elders. Simply pretend that you are listening. Okay, okay, okay. After a few minutes they forget. Okay, about what? Very benefit. No, but tell me. He asked me. Then I told him, listen. If you study Bhagavad Gita, it's very clearly mentioned. Sanjay tells Dhritarashtra. When Arjuna was thus crying to that crying miserable Arjun, Bhagavan Krishna, Prasan Iva. He delivered the whole Bhagavad Gita with a smile on the face and confidence in the heart. When original Bhagavad Gita is delivered, smilingly, happily, why we should make you miserable? 
if you want to be miserable, go and uh, listen to Bhagwat or Ramayana and go on crying. We are here to be happy, not for miserable. See, many people say, Swamiji, they say that, you know, when you go to satsang, there is peace. I said, yes, but you should understand properly. What? Now you all have come here, there is peace at home. <laughs> understand it completely, then you will not be miserable. The moment you go again, again. This I learned from you guys. In Delhi, I was going to um, Badrinath with a group of people in a bus, 28-seater bus, all packed. One gentleman came in a car and stopped the car in front of our bus and he came out. So, Swamiji, Swamiji, so I had to go down. Swamiji, please take my mother. I said, look here, it's all packed, we cannot. Immediately, Punjabis are very good in getting their work done. He held my legs. I will not leave you. I not. Please, please, Swamiji. Daya karo, daya. Standard cinema acting. So, I had to say, okay, Baba. So, I somehow accommodated her. Then, uh, how much I had to pay? So, I said 5,000 rupees. Uh, please come uh, behind the bus. I don't like to be before everybody. Uh, he gave me 10,000 rupees. I said, 5,000 is enough. He said, no, any time, whenever you are going, 5,000 advance for my mother, take her. <laughs> that day I discovered this principle, when you go to satsang, there is peace at home. <laughs> See, friends. Why? Because we are miserable, we make everybody's life miserable. If you remain cheerful and happy, the simplest way is keep yourself occupied, learn something or the other. Learn, learn, learn. There are many things to learn. For example, one of my uh, Sindhi friend, he said, Swami, you told last time we should learn. I have decided and I started learning. I said, very good. Do you know what I am learning? I said, I don't know. I don't want to know. It's your business. No, but I want to tell you. I said, okay, ready to suffer. You know, I am learning Sanskrit. You can imagine a Sindhi and learning Sanskrit. <laughs> now tell me, how you can be miserable in this world? Jokes are happening every moment. <laughs> so, I said, very good. Do you know why I am learning Sanskrit? I said, I don't know, but it's good, learn. No, no, I'll tell you. I said, okay, tell they say in the heavens they talk Sanskrit. <laughs> Therefore, I am learning Sanskrit. I said, You are a real Sindhi. <laughs> and then I told him, See, being a businessman, you must have a plan B. And no doubt that you will go to heaven. Suppose you go to hell, then. He said, I know Sindhi. <laughs> now tell me, what did you get that you are happy? You got nothing. On the contrary, you lost everything. At this moment, you are neither man, woman, young, old, rich, poor, nothing. When you attain freedom from 
all the burdens of your personality, you merge in the absolute. Hey friends. And our whole struggle is to become someone extraordinary. Right from the fat onwards. Drop all extra. And come to be most ordinary person in this world. Hey friends. What is ordinary? Taste is ordinary. Sweet, sour, pungent, salty is extraordinary. Sound is ordinary. Sangeet or noise is extraordinary. Smell is ordinary. Bad smell, good smell, something extra is added to that. Mind is ordinary. Good thought, bad thoughts, it has become extraordinary. We have to get out of this extra that we have gathered around us. And thus, when you are functioning through the body, here we are only to express happiness, nothing else. Then you will never get tired in your life. You will never get bored in your life. One day, one Guptaji went to uh, another Gupta. One gentleman asked me this question about Guptaji. Swamiji, do you know uh, Rajanish used to have a fictitious character, Mulla Nasruddin? Yes. Shankaracharya Bhagwan used to have a fictitious character, Devadatta. Yes. Where from you have got this Guptaji? I said, that is my fictitious character. <laughs> so how come? What is the importance? I said, yes, there is importance. In Jumkewali Bareli, once I was going somewhere and we had to stop for some reason. Below a tree, there was a tea shop. Very simple, multi-star tea shop. And on a bench, center, there was a chessboard, two side, two persons uh, sitting, like sitting on a horse and playing chess. Behind this, there were about five, six people. He was supported by five, six people. So one person was telling, Are Gupta, ghode ko chala. And he was doing accordingly. And he won. He said, Oh God, thank you very much. Who was telling me? I was telling you. But how do you know my name is Gupta? He said, Har mein Gupta hi <laughs> That day, a character was born. Except those Guptas who are here. <laughs> they are extraordinary. Hey, friends. Life becomes very easy. It's not difficult. Don't take life seriously. So one Gupta went to other Gupta early morning. Are yaar, so kya kar hai? See, I am busy, but why you have come early in the morning? No, I was getting bored, so I thought, let me come to you. But why you were getting bored? Who came to bore you? No, I was alone, therefore. Imagine, if you are alone, you get bored of yourself. What a solid bore you must be. You know, condition is like what? One patient went to the doctor and told the doctor, Daksha, please help me. What should I help you? See, I snore so loudly 
that because of my own snoring, my sleep disturbs. What should I do? Doctor said, go and sleep in another room. <laughs> we are fed up of ourselves because we are bored of ourselves because we have not discovered happiness. Don't seek happiness. And this can happen only if you don't take life too seriously. Take life lightly in the light of wisdom. Who is in this world who doesn't have problems? Everybody has problems. Except one dead body. Suppose I die right here, right now. I have no problem. Nair gives Rama. Yahi marnata. I'm very relaxed. See, friends, because I am not taking death seriously, but you are taking, Arre Rama, what will happen? Many people have got a funny thing, you know. Swamiji, what will happen after dying? The public is happy, what will happen? But all the time worried. I am worried these days, after death, what happens to my wife and all that. I don't know if I told you, when young husband and wife, five years of marriage, and uh, the wife came in a very romantic mood, and she asked, Ani darling, we are married for five years? Yes. Suppose I die, immediately he plucked her mouth. Don't talk it again, I'll get mad. Don't do that. No, but no means no. Another five years pass. Again, the same question. Now we are married for 10 years. Now tell me, honey, darling, suppose I die, and I know your answer, that you will get mad. Don't, I don't want to hear to that. And my question now, listen full. Suppose I die, will you get married again? He said, I won't get that mad. <laughs> First was enough. Again, another five years pass, 15 years. Again, the same question. Ani, darling, when I die, will you get married again? You told me last time, you won't get that mad. He said, mad person can do anything. <laughs> Don't take life too seriously. But we become so serious in life, so serious. In uh, one place, they asked me, Swamiji, why you tell jokes in the lectures? I said, look here. Do you know the tragedy of a speaker? Tragedy of the speaker is where he is talking and the person right in front of him is sleeping. <laughs> Now when there is a Ram Katha, Krishna Katha, when the Kathakar sees some people are dozing, then see, Yavara Ram, Ram is doing it. Now here I can't do that, see, Yavara Ram is And therefore when some nice joke pertaining to that topic comes, 
everybody laughs and this kumbhakarna wakes up <laughs> and then he asks the next person kya ho gaya kya ho gaya then that person tells this was the joke then he alone laughs <laughs> friends holding the mind and telling the truth is more difficult than operating on a brain the mind is so fickle is so unsteady is running so many places to hold that mind and tell the truth is something like the spilled um, mercury on a marble floor if you have to pick up with your hand how comfortable it will be much more than that is to hold somebody's mind and tell the truth it friends and therefore mind must be relaxed but with proper tension when you want to bring out music out of rasik isitar so what are the things required the strings of that sitar should have proper tension if it is loose then you nothing will come out if it is too tight you touch and it breaks down so what is required optimum tension but the person who is playing on that sitar he should be relaxed he should not be tense others he will break it exactly the mind with which we are transferring the knowledge both the minds mind of the speaker and mind of the listener must have optimum tension optimum tension is both the minds are fully available and then the truth can be absorbed therefore every time remember the moment you get little bit serious in your life get out of that place take some walk become relax read something read jokes and then slowly your mind will be relaxed it is said uh तबला और दिमाग हमेशा चढ़ा के नहीं रखते नीड उससे ठक ठक काम हो मैं कि नीला हमारा दिमाग वही चढ़ा ही चढ़ा टूट जाएगा देर फोर बॉडी वाइज ओनली हैप्पीनेस एक्सप्रेस थ्रू एक्शन देन यू डोंट वरी माँ फलेशु गदाचर वट विल हैपन हु केयर्स Like at this moment, I am happily delivering. Whether you understand or you don't, who cares? <laughs> One person asked, young boy asked this question. Now, when you you or you talk about people don't change, don't you feel bad? I said, no, I am not mad to feel bad. On the contrary, I don't want them to change. I want them to be miserable. Then only my market is maintained. <laughs> life becomes very simple practical 
Mahafaleshu Gadachana. If you are happy now and here, even God cannot make you miserable. And this can be done. I have been giving you one mantra. Today again I will say try, repeat after me, start working on that mantra. Very simple mantra. Repeat after me. Wherever I am, whenever I am, whatever I am, I shall be hundred percent. This is God realization. And this mode can be maintained 24-7. How? Everything. Enjoy. The food is there. Enjoy the food. Otherwise, many people are food comes and don't, don't eat then. But they will be complaining and also eating. More than what you eat. What is important is how you eat. See, friends. In this manner, be yourself all the time in the utter present. And that doesn't mean all the time we meditation. No, we have to play different roles. Play every role perfectly well, you are the best actor. And the best actor, our gods are called as best actor, you know. Who is Bhagwan Krishna? Nata Vara. Nat means actor. Vara means the best. Otherwise, how he can be happy in spite of 16,108 wives? <laughs> <laughs> On this also one person asked me, you call Bhagwan Krishna Bhagwan, how can he be Bhagwan? Married so many of them. I said, be cool first of all. Are you married? He said, yes. How many wives? One. Can you make her happy? Impossible. He made all of them happy. He has to be Bhagwan. friends. <laughs> <laughs> To make a wife happy is an impossible undertaking. And he did it. So, our Bhagwan is Natavara, the best actor. Lord Shiva, Nataraj. So, what should be our spiritual practice? Act. How to act? Like now. As if listening. The day you take this, you will start remaining in that present. Then your speech will be beautiful, cheerful, happy. You see, many people, they hardly talk. Instead of talking, they bark. Why you come here? What do you want? Cool, talk, don't bark. Similarly, think. When you think happily, you can never be destructive. It's a very simple rule. A happy person can never be destructive. Just an example. I go and tell my girlfriend, therefore example. <laughs> so I go and tell my girlfriend, Darling, honey, today I am so happy, I am so happy, I just want to cut you into small pieces. It can never happen. 
Therefore, when you are functioning bodily, express happiness in every action, you are in tune with the divine experience. When you are talking, talk happily, you will never have a slip of tongue. A bad word will never come out of your mouth. You cannot curse anybody if you are happy. And the third thing, if you are expressing through the mind, no thought can be destructive if it is born out of a happy mind. In short, when happiness is expressed through our body, speech and mind, we are in divine experience all through every day without efforts. Then you don't have to go to Haridwar Rishikesh. Kurute Ganga Sagar Gavanam Vrata Paripada Namathavadhanam The day this will kindle in our heart, understand, God has descended in our heart. And the last thing will be, then you will not struggle for God-realization, but God will express through you. And the only expression of the divine is happiness, happiness, happiness. And happiness doesn't mean laugh, uh, joining a laughing club. <laughs> happy. happy. <laughs> then what is happiness? Happiness is Bhagavan Krishna's definition. Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma Na Shochati Na Kangshati Samaha Sarveshu Bhuteshu Madbhakti Lavate Param Five things. That is happiness. Na Shochati Don't bring your dirty past in the present. Na Kangshati Don't worry about the future which is never there in your life. And then Samaha Sarvesha Bhuteshu. Everything is okay, man. It's okay. Chalta hai. Don't try to improve the world. And ultimate, this is called as pure love. Mad Bhaktim Lavate Param. Param Bhakti is that love which doesn't putrefy into misery. The attachment becomes miserable. Love can never make you. The day you discover this principle, you have become miserable because of your children, husband, wife. It was not a love at all. It was attachment and attachment is always like that. Discover this and be happy. Don't discover this. I will continue to be happy. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnaha Purnamunachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Hari Om Sri Guru Yoda Maha Hari Om